Hey y'all, my name is Will Lahardy and you're listening to Texas Tasty's 512 Degrees, the podcast where we talk to artists and influencers about their lives and careers. During today's podcast, you hear a conversation with our guests, followed by a finishing lightning round of rapid fire questions. Today's guest is a Texas native who has almost 20 years of bartending experience. What started as a job has turned into a passion, and today he travels around the country and the world hosting Small Town Spirits, a show about finding the most authentic bars, distilleries, and stories from the most unusual places. Please welcome today's guest, Thomas Holbert. All right, Tommy, how's it going? How are you doing today? Man, having a great day, dude. Appreciate you having me and, you know, all the rigmarole we went through to, to chat together, but I'm having a good day, man. What about yourself? I'm doing good myself, doing good myself, and welcome to the podcast. So the, the first question I typically start with, with every podcast episode is, who are you and what do you do? Yeah, right on. Well, uh, my name is Thomas Holbert. Uh, I go by Tommy the Bartender. been a bartender for about 20-some-odd years now, uh, and I have a show on Spirits Network called uh, Story of the Spirit. And uh, basically, you know, me and my little team, my team and I, we go out to different bars, breweries, distilleries, and, you know, just kind of highlight what they do well and try to find the stuff that you can't Google, you know? I'm curious, did you grow up in Texas? I did. I did. Plano, as a matter of fact. When were you first introduced to bartending? Oh, shoot, man. Uh, Probably early 2000s. <laughs> like, it's a, it seems like forever ago. But uh, but yeah, I uh, started bartending at a at a at a smaller restaurant. Uh, just kind of fell in love with it, and uh, you know, I guess everything kind of kind of blossomed from there. What made you fall in love with bartending? Yeah, no. So uh, just taking care of people. So I like to take care of people through food and booze. You know what I mean? Mostly booze. Uh, I'm a lot funnier, a lot more attractive uh, when you're boozed up. So that's uh, that's kind of kind of my my thing there. But, um, you know, I, I really got into the creative process about it uh, about a year after I started bartending, uh, won a few mixology awards uh, and had the opportunity to, to travel to certain places from some of the awards that I won and, uh, you know, just kind of fell in love from there. Yeah. And I'm, I am curious, what was the first drink that you ever mixed as a bartender? <laughs> oh, man, let's see. Uh, it had to be like, a, like something easy, like a one-in-one, -one, like a Jack and Coke or something ridiculous like that. But I think uh, at my at my place we had an Asian pear or Asian pear mojito. Sorry, that I hated to make every day. I made about a thousand of those things. That that recipe is ingrained in my head. So remind me what what year did you start bartending? Two thousand and three, maybe. What was the restaurant call that you started at again? It was called um, uh, Bar. That restaurant was like PF Chang's back in the day. Did you work your way up from PF Chang's? Did you did you work your way up to another restaurant or another bar? Etc. I did. If we're talking about the timeline, you know, I went from PF Chang's to, uh, you know, another uh, Dallas staple. I believe it was like the porch or something like that. And then after that, I went on to uh, I was the beverage director for the W Hotel. Uh, I went to certain other various mixology bars uh, here in Dallas. Um, and that kind of blossomed into kind of what we're doing now, uh, which is, uh, you know, just really going to bars and distilleries and breweries and just highlighting what they do well. Now that I'm a little older, you know, the kind of the, the 2 a.m. game is, uh, <laughs> is, is uh, you know, kind of kind of outside of my, my line of sight. Um, but I still enjoy the craft and I still, you know, uh, have a huge respect for the people that 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 do do that. Yeah. And I'm curious, when did you first start to, I guess, take your career from being more of the um, like hands-on bartending to more content creation. When did that transition first start happening? Man, it, it, it started happening at the worst possible situation uh, during the middle of COVID, uh, at the very beginning, actually. Um, so, you know, I, I 
myself included, but a lot of my friends were really hit hard, especially here in Texas, um, when when we were all locked down, basically. You know, restaurants were running at like quarter or half capacity. Uh, but basically, if you don't work, you don't eat. So what I was trying to do is I went to several different bars that my friends worked at, and we just started creating uh, really uh, enticing uh, videos to kind of get the people that were able to uh, to come out, you know, to come out and 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 safely, uh, you know, enjoy 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 the restaurant, enjoy the bar, um, and then from there, uh, we just really liked it. We we're like we like going to bars, we like going to distilleries, uh, breweries, and really highlighting what they do well. Uh, really getting in there and getting in deep, and you know, just kind of getting their stories, like from the ground up, from from when they were kids, and what made them want to become bartenders, and what made you know them want to create gin or whatever the case may be. And, um, you know, we kind of took all those lessons that we did here in Dallas, and then we went to uh, Isla Mujeres, uh, which is a small little island right outside of Mexico. And we were like, okay, we're going to really do this. We're going to shoot a pilot episode. And uh, with everything that we've learned thus far, and just let the chips fall where they, where they may. From there, I sent that pilot video to one of my travel heroes. His name's Jack Maxwell. He had a, a show on, on the Travel Channel called The Booze Traveler. Uh, for years, uh, definitely my travel hero. Him, Anthony Bourdain, Samantha Brown, Passport to Europe. All, all, all three of those humans are like my travel heroes, all for various different reasons. But I sent that pilot to Jack Maxwell just out of the blue, just through Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, hey, check this out. What do you think? And uh, you know, he was like, "Yo, I like it. Why don't you come down here and shoot for me? Like, shoot a pilot for me, and uh, and then uh, you know, I'll kind of kind of show you the ropes." I was like, "Oh." All right. So he, he flew uh, my team and I to Arizona, uh, to Phoenix to shoot a pilot for him. And, um, you know, it kind of kind of escalated for there from there. Awesome. And how did it escalate? So you you shot the pilot. Did the show come out of that? What, what, what exactly happened after that? So we shot a pilot for him, which I think was successful. He he went to several different spots with it. And he's had since grown as well uh, from from that pilot and other other uh, opportunities that, he, that he's gotten. But he and I sat down and just really talked about the booze traveler and, uh, you know, story of the spirit and just, you know, how um, he, he, you know, the, the, the lessons that he learned from all of his years, you know, on the actual travel channel. And, uh, you know, we sat down and really, really kind of kind of forged a relationship after that. And then after that, we decided to take all of our newfound knowledge, you know, come back to Dallas and talk to a distillery called Roxor, Roxor Gin. Um, those guys are awesome. Don over there, I mean, they make a really quality gin. So, you know, shout out to Roxor and bourbon, first plant-based bourbon. Um, so we shot a true high-level television quality pilot called Story of the Spirit with Tommy the Bartender. And we featured Roxor Gin. And from there... We sent that off to like so many different, uh, just cold called people. You know what I mean? Like just all these random networks. Like, hey, can you have us on? Lots of no's, lots of maybes, lots of running arounds. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, Spirits Network was like, hey, and these are all the. I just reached out to the highest person on the on the totem pole that I could. I just saw their emails, and I was like, hey, uh, what do you think about this? And the owner of the network uh, got back to me probably a week later. And was like, hey, you know, I like what you're doing here. Talk to talk to my president. And I was like, okay. So from there, uh, talked to the president of uh, Spirits, who was Kimberly. Shout out to Kimberly. Um, and uh, you know, they took a chance on us, and 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 now we now we have a show. Now we have a show where we uh, travel to different 
distilleries uh, um, and really just highlight their story, try to dig deep and, and, and find, you know, the things that you can't Google, um, the hows, the whys, the wheres, all that stuff. Um, we're, we're going to Bermuda here in a couple of weeks to talk to a very uh, well-known rum company. Uh, after that, we're going to uh, Wanakathlan, uh, which uh, we're going to speak with the distillery that helped actually save, save a town, uh, a town right outside of Wanakathlan. Um, and uh, and a few others as well that are that are lined up. So really, just kind of escalated from there. What made the transition between? I guess you were I guess you you were a bartender, and then you you went from being a bartender to being in front of the camera. What went into that transition? I guess, and was it like an easy transition? Was it difficult? Tell me about it. That was an easy transition because you know a you know I grew up on Anthony Bourdain, and I grew up on Samantha Brown and Jack Maxwell. Those three, uh, to me, are you know just some of the best travel host ever personality wise story driven you know so i've been watching that for you know the last 30 years or so you know what i mean uh starting with samantha brown passport to europe so my girlfriend and i we went out to Mujeres once and she has a friend out there and when we when we landed her friend took us around the island the island's only like a mile long like it's it's a it's a very small island you can walk from one end to the other if you wanted to and, you know, we went through the history of it. We stopped at a few places that she knows, uh, a few bars, and just talked to the owners and, you know, talked to some of the people that were just hanging out, uh, got some of the stories of, like, the best mojitos on the island, and just dude, r how random things that, you know, no matter how much I Googled, like, I was not going to find, you know what I mean? Like, just that boots-on-the-ground uh, approach. And while I was there, I was like, you know, we, we, we watch enough of this stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, let's, 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 let's try to shoot an episode, you know? And uh, so we came out three weeks later and went through the whole thing again. Uh, her name is Adhara. <laughs> Shout out to Adhara on, uh, on Isla Mujeres. And she, you know, we, we went through the whole rigmarole again of like going around the island, going through the histories, talking to certain bar owners and, and all of that stuff. And really just, you know, having a good time, uh, but with the cameras rolling this time. And, uh, and that's, that's how this whole thing was born to be completely honest with you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious, how has the show grown? So you, it's, it started with that. How did, how has it grown since then? Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I think we're starting to get the respect, uh, and the, uh, interest of different distilleries, different breweries, uh, they reach out, um, and say, Hey, you know, can you, can you come, you know, highlight our story? Can you come see what we're all about? You know, we're about to do a run. We're about to do do a bottling. Uh, we're gonna go way out here and grab some juniper. You wanna come with us and just kind of capture that. So that's, um, you know, that's kind of my main thing. Like I really want to, um, you know, really just just highlight the 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 folks in the distillation and the brewing industries. Um, you know, because I mean, we we rely on them a lot for all of our <laughs> all of our good times, man. Yeah, and uh, where's your favorite place that you visited so far for the show? Man, uh, I was a huge fan of, of Guanajuato. That's uh, uh, inland uh, from Mexico, I guess. You know, what would it be? Close to Monterey? I'm not necessarily close to Monterey, but, um, you know, there's no beaches, no none of that traditional uh, Mexican stuff that you're used to. Oh, beaches and all-inclusive resorts? Nah, man, but it is a beautiful um, you know, Spanish colonial city that is just, it's, it's incredible. A lot of walking, you're going to, you're going to get your quads, uh, you know, uh, going, but like, it's, it is a beautiful city steeped in history. Um, and you know, everyone was just, just incredibly, I don't know, giving helpful, uh, you know, it's, it's a real good look into, into, uh, Mexican culture and people, 
uh, in general. What are some things that you've learned through producing, uh, through producing your show? What, what are some things that you've learned out of it? I think the biggest thing is like people are good. You know what I mean? Like I know that probably goes without saying, but um, you know, my biggest lesson that I learned from all of this is that, you know, people by and large generally are, are good people with big hearts and that are helpful. And, you know, I know there's a lot of uh, negativity uh, in the world in certain, certain, certain news outlets or spots or propaganda, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, the average human is good. The average human is, is means well, you know, uh, and wants to help. And that's a lot of what my show is about. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily, or what our show is about, I don't necessarily try to hone in on, on one thing or one audience or, or pigeonhole myself into whatever. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm sitting here with, with, you know, people from all, you know, classes, races, creeds, you know, gender, sexes, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. We all like the, the same thing. We all have a story to tell. And, you know, we're all just kind of sitting around a table, just really kind of enjoying each other's company. There's not, there's not, you know, uh, 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 kind of like a divisive thing, you know, like we're not dividing ourselves into groups. It's like, we're all here for, for a common purpose. Uh, there are times when I was there by myself and couldn't speak the language at all. And, you know, people would help me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I wish there were more stories like that, or I wish that we really concentrated on that. Um, more so than than some of the bad stuff but you know it is what it is um but but yeah yeah that's 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 kind of my my biggest thing i, I was kind of surprised too in, in our travels we've been to i don't know 15 or 20 different places and, and it's just people are people are awesome man yeah and what's what is next in your career where where where, where, where do you see yourself six months a year down the road what's what's next in your career you know, I, I, don't, I haven't thought too far uh, ahead. I mean, I want to continue doing this. I want to continue doing, uh, you know, uh, Small Town Spirit. I want to continue doing Story of the Spirit. I want to make sure that, you know, like I, I, I would like to, you know, take more on in the industry. You know, I want to go out to places like, um, you know, Hennessy and, and uh, oh, I don't know, um, Suntory, you know, in, in Japan and stuff like that, and really hone into their stories. I mean, there's just so much that I, I don't know. And, um, you know, I kind of want to conquer the, the distillation and, 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 uh, and, and brewery world first, and then, and then go from there, I guess. Uh, and is there anything you'd like to leave our listeners with before we proceed to the final segment of our interview? Well, uh, you know, check out Story of the Spirit on uh, on Spirits Network. You know, there's a bunch of creators on there. Um, you know, that are way, way, way better looking and way more awesome than me. So check those out too. Um, but like, check me out first and then go there. Uh, and yeah, yeah, man, that's it. That's all I got. Awesome, awesome. So uh, we've reached the final portion of of our interview, which is called the lightning round, which is where I will ask you a bunch of random lightning questions and you have to respond at lightning speed okay let's do it awesome here we go what is your favorite cocktail uh manhattan with uh chai vermouth up or on the rocks up unless you have a big old rock if you have a big old rock i'll take a big old rock i like it uh are you currently binge watching anything i am currently binge watching anthony bourdain no reservations <laughs> again and again and again and again Crazy. What what what's your favorite thing about Anthony Bourdain? What draws you to his content? His voice. 
It's like you're really talking to him, like you're really stepping into his mind. Uh, it's almost like a diary. And that's kind of where I, I'm sorry, it's a long answer. Uh, you know, that's, that's what we do as well. There's, you know, there's a lot of voiceover in Story of the Spirit, um, just because of the, 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 the voiceover. And it's just, it's, it's really, it just kind of draws you in. Uh, what's your favorite travel destination that you've been to? I would say uh, Guanajuato, for sure, 100%. Uh, what's, what's your favorite part about living in Texas? Oh shoot, my family's here and Texas is awesome. Like I don't care what anyone says. Like we Texas is freaking awesome. Like there's not a ton of traffic. There's traffic, but I mean, you know, everything's accessible. The jobs are great. People are friendly. I don't care. Like I, you know, I'm a Texan. So it is what it is. If you could live anywhere else in the world, where would it be if it wasn't Texas? Anywhere in the world, uh, you know, we came back from Madrid in February. I would go there. It was my first time there. Oh my God, it was incredible. It's like a central hub to go anywhere to, you know, Casablanca, France, whatever. Oh my God, it's it's beautiful. Are you a wine or a beer guy? Wine, 100%. Oh my God, Cabernet. I, I, I like beer, but if I had my druthers, definitely red wine. Excellent. What's your craziest bartending story? I can't think of one right now because uh, I just, I don't know. My mind's drawing a blank right now on bartending stories. Um, there, there's been several where people just get nuts. People get crazy. Uh, one time I was, you know, bartending for the, for the Rangers outside, uh, the Texas Rangers, uh, right on the, like the lawn outside and things just, you know, rioted in a good way. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. I can't, like, mine's, like, jumbled right now as far as stories, bartending stories. Yeah. Um, who's on your playlist right now? Oh, let's see. Uh, I'm listening to a lot of salsa. So, like, Willie Colon, um, uh, Hector Laveau, um, and I don't know. I don't know why. It gets me going, like, especially when I work out. Like, I put, like, salsa playlist. And uh, if you weren't a bartender or a content creator, what would you be? Man, that's a, that's a good question because that's all I've ever done. <laughs> um i don't know man uh maybe a pilot you know what a pilot i'd say a pilot Ooh, why is that uh you know i think it would be a a cool career for me because a i like to travel um i like getting people to where they are and like you have that cool microphone in front of you so i would be the kind of pilot that would like tell funny stories and get people put people at ease but that's just me like i wouldn't you know I wouldn't be a serious pilot hour, you know, it's, we're leaving now, lights are on. Like, no, nah, man, I'd, <laughs> I'd be like, yo, what's up, y'all? Man, we're about to be at our destination in about five hours. You know, like, I just, I don't know, that would just be me. <laughs> that would be, I I know I would definitely appreciate that if I had you as a pilot. <laughs> yeah, like, we're all just hanging out. We're all going to be in this tin can for the next three hours. Let's have some fun with it. But that's just, you know, they'll probably, they'll probably, they'll probably tell me, I'll probably have to go to HR a few times, so. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so, so much for coming on Five Pole Degrees with us. I really enjoyed having you on. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed being here, William. Thanks, man, for your time. Thanks so much. You can keep up with Thomas Holbert by following at Tommy the Bartender on Instagram. If you enjoyed today's episode of 512 Degrees, then give us a follow at Texas Tasty on Instagram or at the Texas Tasty on Twitter. Future episodes of 512 Degrees can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, this is Will Lahardy signing off.